Hey, everybody, it's JT from Grilling at the Green. John Breaker and the great folks at Birdie Ball have a short time offer for all of you listeners. You just go to birdieball.com, and when you place your order, there's a place on that form for a discount code. Use G-A-T-G. That's G-A-T-G. Of course, it stands for Grilling at the Green. And you will get 20% off anything you order from birdieball.com. Now, it's a short-time offer. It expires in about a week, so you want to get on it. Go to birdieball.com, place your order, uh, use the code G-A-T-G, and get 20% off. You heard it here on Grilling at the Green. It's time for Grilling at the Green. Join Jeff Tracy as he explores the golfing lifestyle and tries to keep it in the short grass for the hackers, new sweepers, and turf spankers. Here's Jeff. Just open up the door and let's take good times in. Hey everybody, welcome to Grilling at the Green here on AM860, The Answer in Portland, the Golf News Net, KSEY in Texas, uh, the Blitz in Oklahoma, and I could go on, but most people don't care. So we'd like to thank the folks at Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef, you can be proud to serve your uh, friends and family, blah, blah, blah. Uh, as I screwed that up. And also, we want to tell you about their special going on till the end of the month. If you go to the Painted Hills website and they've spruced up their online store, you pick out whatever you want to order. And then in the bottom left-hand corner, there's going to be a little bar that you can either use a coupon, if you have one, or you can use the code BBQ Nation. That's BBQ Nation. That's my other show. And uh, that'll get you 15% off your order delivered directly to your door. That's from Painted Hills Natural Beef. And also our friends at Birdie Ball back in Colorado, John Breaker and his family. Birdie Ball was rated the number one uh, putting greens as far as, you know, you can roll them up and take you with you and that kind of stuff. Last year by My Golf Spy. So check out birdieball.com. Uh, See all their products there. They're a lot of fun. Well, it's that time of year. Is any anybody that listens to this show on a regular basis knows I get very involved in helping golf tournaments that raise money for kids, scholarships, etc. And this one is no exception. This is our tenth annual Woodburn High School golf team fundraiser. That's where I live, and I'm very pleased to bring Coach Wilhelm Neil Wilhelm with us on the show today. Um, he and I have been conniving on this thing for a number of years now, and it's worked out pretty well. Neil, welcome. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate you having me. <laughs> so how are things looking this year? It's been kind of a, here in the Northwest, we haven't had the best weather. Um, it's been a pretty wet spring, and we're keeping our fingers crossed for two weeks from now. I, I sure hope so. Uh, yeah, in, in spite of the... Uh... The horrific weather, um, which which toughens us all up. Um, we're, we're doing okay. I mean, we're we're getting teams out there again. I mean, you know, the OGA golf course is a beautiful course. Right. Uh, drains pretty well and keep it in pretty good shape in spite of the elements. Yeah. So I've had people actually come up and talk to me about these things. Like, first, why do I do what I do? And I do it because I want to. And there's no other answer that needs to be given. Uh, but I do like to support kids and, uh, with the other events and stuff I do, but yours is always the top of my list, but 
there's a million benefit and corporate tournaments out there. I mean, just right up the road from us, 10 miles at Langdon Farms, uh, I think they do over 100 different tournaments a year for various things there. People rent the course and do tournaments. What's the toughest part from where you sit, Neil, as putting these tournaments together? You know, I think just just making sure that, you know, our participants have a, a great day. Um, I think, you know, we, you know, we personalize ours. I think the, the stars of the show are obviously our kids and, and the people who are benefiting from 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 all the people that that show up to you know, participate there, um, you know, having having you uh, so instrumental in in our tournament for the last ten years, I think I think since the inception, I think you've been with us um, has been huge, and it really makes for a an, an amazing experience. I think, and you you can see that because we we get a lot of repeat customers. You know, people mm-hmm. keep coming back, and and, uh, and we have a beautiful course, which is you know helps a lot. Right. Um, and, you know, we're cheaper than most tournaments. I mean, we we charge, I think, $360 for for a foursome. I mean, you'd be hard pressed to find any tournaments that are under $400 for a foursome at, at right. a nice course. Right. Um, on, on a Saturday morning. Um, yeah. So. Well, you can't even get a tea time on a lot of nice courses on a Saturday morning for less than 100 bucks. Absolutely. I mean, you know, this, this includes lunch and a a great day with with the kids you know so uh well when you when you do that and you say we have a lot of repeat customers which i know is true um what are their comments they, they've got to tell you great day fun time do it for the kids whatever their thoughts are but what do they actually tell you certainly they they enjoy hanging out with the kids they enjoy seeing where, where their money's going uh, they appreciate, you know, the maturity of our kids and the, just how personable they are right. hearing some of their stories. Um, it's great. We, you know, we have them camped out at different holes and stuff mingling. Uh, they're there when they, they show up, you know, helping them with clubs and stuff. Um, and I think the other thing that, that, you know, we've, we've refined over, over 10 years, we've, we've refined this tournament and it runs pretty smooth. You know, the, the, the check-in procedure is really good. You know, things are ready for the players. You know, they get a nice balance of, you know, t- time with their friends and colleagues and, and, and time, you know, hearing about our program and, and, and having lunch and stuff like that. So I think, I think we do a pretty good job of, of, of running a, a pretty smooth event. You know, people can get in and out, have fun, and, and uh, you know, enjoy the day. I think it takes time to get to that spot. I think just – having been involved in not only our local tournament here, but with a lot of them over the years, it's kind of a learn as you go process. Uh, There's companies that will come in and put on a tournament for you and they do a great job, except you don't a lot of times get the return that you're looking for, especially if you're helping with scholarships and We've got some Evans scholars that have come out of uh, your program there, and we're going to talk about that in the next segment. But I find it um, really interesting to go and play at a at a different tournament that's maybe brand new or their second year, and you can still tell they've got some growing pains. And there's things working on a tournament that we refine every year. 
You do that. I don't. I screw things up. But the point is, is that you learn as you go. And most of the people, 99.9% of them will overlook little things that maybe they play in a bunch of these every year. And some of them are, you know, big time corporate events. That's a lot different than what you and I are doing down here. But truly, to do something like this for, you know, your local school or something takes a bit of time to put it together. Yeah, yes, sir. Um, you, you and I have had a lot of talks over the years about things that have worked and things that don't work. And, and uh, I couldn't agree more. I mean, early on, you know, it was, uh, you know, it was not as well run as it is now. I mean, yeah. it, it's just, it's, it's aged well. Um, and I, I do really think we have kind of a, a personal feel to, to a lot of it, you know, um, just because we know a lot of the people that come through and, and uh, uh, like I said, we, we, we get a lot of, a lot of repeat customers and a lot of local community people as well uh, mixed in with, with uh, the newbies that, that hear about yeah. us in various different ways. And um, yeah. So it's, what it's, it's really fun. It's, what, it's really we we got about a minute left where we got to go to break, Neil. What do the kids think about this, especially the ones that are, say, new to the program? They're freshmen. Um, I, I, and I will tell you, folks, when I first got involved with Neil, he was resurrecting the golf program here locally. And I went and watched some of those kids practice 10 years ago. And I try to sneak in once a year and go out and watch him play and stuff like this. But some of those kids didn't even know how to hold a golf club. Okay. They they had no idea and they've made great progress since then. But what are the kids and their families, especially the first ones that have never been exposed to something like this? Yeah. I mean, we've we've come a long way with, with the kids. And I think, you know, some of the, the, the newer kids, you know, are a little little wide-eyed when they kind of when they when they start mingling with with adults you know we we live in a society where uh, you know so much happens on our phones and through social media you know the actual interactions physical interactions don't take place enough and and it's really really good for those kids to uh you know to to spend some time with adults and and it helps with their maturity um and it helps refine their people skills which yeah. we all need yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. absolutely we're going to take a break. We're going to be back here on Grilling at the Green with Coach Neil Wilhelm from the Woodburn High School uh, golf program there. And we're going to talk more about the Evans Scholars and a few other things when we come back. Hi, everybody. It's JT, and this is a special version of Grilling at the Green. Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Uh, welcome back to Brilliant the Green here on AM860 and the Golf News Network in a long list of stations uh, around the country. Uh, we are expanding the Golf News Network. We're now on iHeart. We've got a dedicated channel on iHeart Radio that uh, you can listen to all the golf shows, and there's a bunch of them on here. This show happens to air on Sundays, and uh, it's great. But we're talking with uh, Neil Wilhelm from Woodburn High School, my hometown now. and. Uh, one of the things that I think we've made great headway with, Neil, is the fact of the Evans Scholarship Program. And for those who don't know what it is, um, it's a program that was started 
almost 100 years ago by a guy named Chick Evans, who was a caddy, a pretty good stick himself, and wanted to um, help kids, much like we're doing, get uh, go to college. And the Evans Scholarship kind of gives them a full boat ride. And how was that received when you first uh, announced our first Evans scholarship and getting somebody to apply. Michelle did that. I, we don't need to give out all our personal information here, but she was, uh, she was one of those kids that didn't really know how to hold a golf club. And then all of a sudden she was playing well and, uh, she qualified by doing the caddy work and there she went. Yeah. She, uh, you know, ended up getting four years of, of college paid for at University of Oregon um, and was inspirational, I guess would be the word. Uh, you know, like you said, our program has come a long ways in terms of the number of kids we have out, the quality of competition. Um, and a lot of it, you know, dates back to that. I mean, you know, when kids saw, yeah, I mean, I can learn how to play a new sport and, and all that, but, you know, I, there's also opportunities for me out there, you know, to, you know, to better myself in life and to get school paid for. And so, yeah, that, that helped a ton, you know, and followed that up a couple of years later with, with April doing the same thing. Um, and uh, I mean, look at them now. I mean, they, they went from, you know, shy little ninth grade kids who, like you said, couldn't hold the golf club to, to, you know, um, very confident young ladies who, you know, have careers now. So yeah. um, it's, it's amazing. I remember when I first started this show, which was a number of years ago, and uh, she came with her mom to the studio and sat there. And I think her mom was more excited and a little overwhelmed about being in this big media company studio and stuff talking than she, the daughter was. I, it was it was something to see, actually. I, I I totally remember that. That was that was really cool, and I think you're right. I think it really just goes to show, you know how how far she came. I mean, because that you know that was at that point she was a senior, four years into into the program, and you know obviously a Evans Award winner. You know her level of maturity, her confidence. You know she just blossomed. It yeah. was amazing. You know, and it, it showed as a person. And also as a golfer, I mean, she, she went from being a novice, you know, to, to, <laughs> to being very kind. <laughs> yeah. To, to being really good, yeah. you know, and, and may, and, you know, leading our team to the first state tournament ever, you know, in Woodburn history. So yeah. for, for girls, there's only one problem I have with that whole deal is that the kids go to U of O and not OSU. So <laughs> That that's a little personal prejudice on my part. I will confess that, but agreed, uh, agreed. Yeah. yeah, but you know the duck the ducks have a, a a hell of a deal going on down there, and they've got for the the girls that won this, and I am assuming for the boys too. If they win, they've got their own house they live in. They've got a house mom that you know cooks and cleans for them and makes sure they kind of get up and get to school and um. All with, you know, due uh, respect and stuff, because by the time you get to college, you're not a 12th, uh, an eighth grader anymore, you know? So I, I thought that was uh, really cool 
that that, that she got to do that. When yeah. when you're out knocking on doors, asking people to support a tournament like this, especially when it's brand new, what are your expectations uh, when you're, as we say in my business, you're calling on a potential client? Sure. Uh, I mean, you know, you you need to craft a very clear message about what you're doing and why you're doing it, I think. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's always been pretty apparent, you know, for us. Uh, you know, it's, it's nonprofit, goes straight to the kids, uh, you know, not, not only the kids, but, you know, kids in a, you know, a low socioeconomic uh, town. You know, yeah. where, where these kids need, need the help, you know, and, you know, many people look at golf as a bit elitist and, and yeah. it's come a long ways in that regard. I mean, a yeah. long ways, you know, they, they have some fantastic initiatives, you know, to support young people and minorities and everything else. Uh, but I think a clear message is, is extremely important, you know, and, and a game plan for, you know, kind of who you're targeting and, yeah, I mean, uh, I think those are the keys, really. Yeah, I think I think that's important. Um, and you know, if you're going through this process and they and they learn that it's going to be an ongoing event, you're more likely to get repetitive business that way. Um, you know, usually there's the local business person, maybe it's a restaurateur or a car dealership or a bank or whatever, they'll usually shove something your way to see how it gets started. Once they see that it's going to be around every year and all that, they you can usually count on them to support it. Yeah. Uh, we've, we've had some absolutely wonderful sponsors that have been with us all 10 years. Right. Um, and, and people that, uh, you know, like you said, we can count on every single year. And again, I think, I think making sure that you add some personal touches, that you check in with these people, that you, um, you know, continue to communicate with them about about the what and the why. Um, uh, we've, you know, we've invited some of our, you know, uh, more prominent donors uh, to spend time with us at practice, um, and and done done some of those things uh, that that have really been helpful you know yeah. and, uh and and they can see kind of again where the money's going and and, and how it's changing lives you know in, in our case so uh the tournament is actually coming up very soon april 29th at the oga golf course we'll be right back uh right after this Welcome back to Grilling at the Green. My next guest today is David Halland from the Refit Group. Um, David is the director of their tournament coming up on May 22nd out at Columbia Edgewater Country Club. Uh, I played in that tournament last year, and it was a lot of fun. I helped him out a little bit, but he does the lion's share of the work. David, welcome. Thank you for having me back. No problem. No problem. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. Um, Hold on here. Let me let me stop something. I screwed this up. That's okay. We can fix that. Um, why why did the refit 
group. Maybe you should tell people what that is first, but why did they choose to do a benefit golf tournament? So refit is an acronym for remodeling for independence together. And what we do is if somebody lives in their house, they own their house and they want to stay in their house, but become incapacitated wheelchair walker, whatever it is, we'll go in and put in a ramp or make the bathroom ADA accessible or the doors ADA accessible, but whatever it takes so that they can remain in their house where they've been for however long they've been there. But yeah. some, a lot of times it's 40, 50 years. And so we provide that service through, and we do it through donations, but mostly fundraisers. We have about eight fundraisers we do a year now, and we decided last year that we would try golf. Um, we do it at Columbia Edgewater, which is a really nice venue. Um, it is expensive for us to do it there. Sure. But it is well worth the the event. I mean, last year was our first swing at it. Um, we're hoping this year's better. We're not trying to make a ton of money. We're just trying to have let people have a good time, come out and enjoy the course, enjoy each other's company, and, and benefit something that we all believe in. Um, I've been doing, I've been on the board of Refit for twelve years. That's um, uh, we we have a mutual friend. Uh, I call him Handy Bob. I I've known Bob since I got back into radio years ago, and. Uh, he kind of roped me into getting um, associated with refit. That's how I met you, so on and so forth. But I think it's a tremendous thing. Uh, I promise folks we'll talk about golf in a minute. But um, when you can help those people, like with ramps and doorways and bathrooms and I don't know, maybe even kitchens. I don't know everything you guys do. But there's the, the most important thing. Dave, is that it doesn't cost them anything. You guys do it. And you told me before that a lot of times, if it's a smaller project, the contractor will just pay for the materials and do it and be done and go on their way. Yeah, it, it doesn't cost the recipient of the ramp or the betterment, um, handicap bathroom, whatever it is. It doesn't cost them any anything. They have to fit the profile of a certain income bracket and asset bracket, but... Other than that, they don't have to do anything. And, and frankly, it's heartwarming to see the reaction on their face when it's done and they can use it the first time. Um, I bet it is. I bet it is. But they, you know, let's just talk about a ramp for a second. You know, when people are uh, have issues, they have to, they're confined to a chair. They need to use a chair most of the time. Get up a ramp like that instead of trying to wrestle up three, four stairs on their patio or wherever it is, that's got to be a huge change for them. Like a big breath of fresh air. It, it is. Uh, I've done probably about 14 in my 12 years. And the one that I'll remember the most is the couple that had had a Vietnamese restaurant for 20 years and not put much away for retirement. They just worked their fingers to the bone and they actually had pallets that they had stacked up and put a board or a piece of plywood down them. And that's how he got in and out of the house to go to his dialysis. 
Wow. And he showed up like at seven o'clock on a Saturday morning and he, they came home from dialysis at four o'clock and we were done and gone. And she called me bawling her head off. It was very heartwarming. And, but to see what people have to endure that, that don't have the funds to, to build a proper ramp or, but they still have to have the, the way to get out of the house because, right. you know, somebody came and got him to take him to dialysis and brought him home, but getting him in and out of the house, basically they were lifting his wheelchair up onto these pallets and down this piece of plywood, which was really sketchy. <laughs> Sounds like something I'd build, Dave. So it's yeah. that type of you, thing. you and handyman Bob, me and handyman Bob and Bob can wear the suspenders. I don't wear suspenders yet. Yeah. Um, so about the tournament, like I said, it's May 22nd. It's out at Columbia Edgewater. It's a shotgun start. I've given them all the particulars here. There's uh there's a box lunch when you get there and there's dinner and awards afterwards. It's a lovely thing. We've got some great uh, prizes coming up this year for that tournament we've got uh well if you could look in my office right behind me there's all kinds of stuff getting stacked up back there i'll just put it that way that uh, will be in our raffles and and auctions and things like that when you invite people to play and it it's a it's a little more of an expensive uh benefit than a lot of them but how much of that is going to um after the the course fees and stuff. I mean, how much does that goes into the kitty for people to uh, people like yourself, be able to draw on to build things for other people? I would say about 25%. Yeah. We, unfortunately, again, and it's an expensive venue and we, we have to charge extra for this tournament to sure. make it work, but we, we hope to get 25 cents on the dollar for refit. There's no administrative fees or any additional cost tacked on it. It is what it is. So if you're paying $200 to play there for a round and includes dinner at Columbia Edgewater and, and a box lunch, um, you know, the I experience, think- you know, we're getting about $50 of it for refit. The other 150 goes to the course and the, and the cost to do the event. Well, that's, but really... <clears throat> to be able to play Columbia Edgewater, and that's the course where, you know, a month and a half later, the LPGA tournament will be. And uh, I noticed last year when we played, there was, uh, they they had already been working a lot on the course, getting it ready for the Portland Classic. So you kind of get a taste of what it's really like to play on a course that's, you know, being beefed up and smoothed out, if you will, for a, a tour stop they do a fantastic job of maintaining that course it drains really well it plays really well the new super oh they have a new superintendent as of about four years ago so i guess he's not new but the green speed is faster it's it's an unbelievable experience i can tell you for a fact excuse me that the green speed is faster because of a, a couple of putts I sent clear down to Marion County, <laughs> being up there by the Columbia. Yeah, they were pretty fast. Um, the turnout's been pretty good, Dave. Uh, last year, I thought it was really well attended for being its first year. How's it looking this year? We Last year, we had, I think, 125 golfers, and we cut it off at 140. Um, and we had some really good... Premium, premium sponsors 
This year we have a few more sponsors. It seems like with these tournaments, everybody waits till the last minute to sign up. Um, so we're, yeah. only about, we're only about half full, but and I also know uh, probably seven or eight groups of four that haven't signed up that are playing for sure. So we're probably getting close to a hundred, but there's still there's still room. Oh yeah, well that's not unusual though for because I work with a couple other tournaments too, and I can tell you that we've got one coming up. You know, eight days from now, and we've still got some. We've got some reservations, and and when I say reservations, I mean a team that has maybe played before or something. Say we're going to play, but they still haven't sent their information in or their check or what have you. Uh, but they do wait till the last minute, and I think a lot of it, especially, you know, when you're at uh, the end of May, but you know, summer vacations starting for some people and things, and so they've got plans and you know, Memorial Day's coming up right after that, et cetera, et cetera. But I think you'll be fine this year. I mean, it's a great experience to play out at, at Columbia Edgewater. You know, if, if you've yeah. never even walked the course, maybe you went to a tournament there, but you've never actually been on the course and swung a golf club, it's well worth the money, I think. Yeah, that that course would be $160, $175 to play if it were – a private course that anybody could walk on and play. Yeah. David Hallen and I will be back right after this uh, here on Grilling at the Green. Hi, everybody. It's JT, and this is a special version of Grilling at the Green. Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Welcome back to Grilling at the Green. Uh, we've got David Hallen from Refit and the Tournament Nat, but first we're going to hear from Bruce Furman, our uh, resident uh, golf expert, you might say, because I'm certainly not. But here's your weekly golf tip from Bruce. Hi, this is Bruce Furman. I'm the Director of Instruction out at Langdon Farms, and I'm going to give you a golf tip today. I'm going to talk about the mental approach. Winning the emotional battle of golf can be difficult, particularly on some days, so we all get angry, and that usually brings on mistakes and adds strokes to your score. Earl Woods taught Tiger the 10-step rule when he was a young boy. It's okay to get angry but over a bad shot, but after you've taken 10 steps towards your next shot, you got to let it go. And Tiger has tried to live with that, although if you've watched him, sometimes he, <laughs> I'm not sure he's done it perfectly, but, but that's a good thing to do. And when I was at the University of Houston, Jackie Burke came to talk to us and he gave us this, uh, this idea that performance over results leads to success and results over performance leads to failure. So that's really thinking about outcome rather than just going into your routine and trusting your swing. So have a good pre-shot routine, trust your swing, visualize it, and, and then let it go. And if you do that, you'll you'll do way better than if you're thinking about what's going to happen or you don't want to have a bad last thought thinking about a bad shot. So have a good positive last shot, last thought, and get up and hit it. I hope that helps you. Thank you, Bruce. We appreciate that. And all you have to do to find out more from Bruce Furman is go to the Langdon Farms website and check on uh instruction it's got a drop down menu there's a picture of him and next week actually we're going to have both bruce and sean landy on the show so you should enjoy that now we're back with david hallen from refit um 
had you had any experience running golf tournaments prior to signing up to run the refit tournament, Dave? Yeah, I, I'm the tournament director for NARI, which is National Remodelers Association. And I've been doing that tournament for about 13 or 14 years. And we do that at Langdon Farms. And it's it's always full. The, the yeah. tournament's full. The sponsors are full. It's a great event and it benefits Nary. It's their largest fundraiser of the year. You're a brave man. That's the only thing I can tell you is you're a brave man to saddle up and take two of these things on every year now. Well, I don't know if it's brave. It's, uh, it's definitely a challenge. <laughs> well, I could have used another descriptive word, but I thought brave was a good one. There we go. Um, when you're let's talk sponsors. We got a couple minutes here. Let's talk sponsors. What do you look for in sponsors? I mean, what can they expect? Do you you invite them out to the course? Do they get to put a team in the competition? What's going on with that? So the major sponsors, which would be presenting, dinner, lunch, uh, carts, they get um the presenting, I think it's two teams, the dinner lunch gets one team, beverage sponsor, which is all the beverage this year gets one. So there's a couple of kegs. There's a beverage cart. Um, this year we've got Mercedes Benz back doing all the all the par threes. So they have a okay. Mercedes on one of the par threes that you can win if you get a hole in one. And then the other three have got trips and other, you know, some other prizes that you can get, uh, substantial prizes. Yeah. Um, we've got, uh, you know, Capital One Spark, we've got, um, Standard TV and Appliance, you know, Ferguson, Parlumber. Uh, this tournament, we try to stay a little bit away from the in construction industry because although the construction industry supports refit very well, it's, this tournament's a little more, it, it doesn't have to be construction. So it's, we're looking for anybody that, wants to get their name out there. They get signage. They get sure. to speak if they're a main sponsor, um, like any other tournament. Now, uh, got about a minute or so left, Dave. How can people find out uh, about the tournament? Where can they go to check it out? Or if they're interested in playing or supporting it in some manner, uh, where can they go? They can go to, um, they can call me. Um, they can go to Refit's website and sign up, which is refitpdx.org. Um, they can call, like I said, it's easiest if they just call me or if they go to Refit's website. And if you can't find it, but it's there's a link on Refit's website. I think we actually have the, if we don't, they there will be a, a link on um, our uh, grilling at the green and barbecue nation pages too for you there because this is something i really want to support and uh it's doing good dave hallen from refit pdx we have to put that part in there don't we um uh, pdx uh, don't forget the tournament is coming up uh, may 22nd out at columbia edgewater and dave thanks for taking the time i know you've had a hell of a busy week so i appreciate you uh slowing down for 20 minutes to talk to us yeah, thank you, Jeff. I appreciate it. Uh, so do what we say. Go out and play some golf and take care and be kind. Grilling at the Green is produced by JTSD Productions, LLC, in association with Salem Media Group, all rights reserved.